Hello, Christ Church. Paul Fowler, a Lake Forest campus pastor. Glad to be sharing with you these devotionals. I hope every day you're picking this up, looking at the passage, discussing it, maybe with family or friends, maybe your small group, maybe just processing it yourself. Because ultimately, the purpose of what we're trying to do is help you understand the bigger story about the good news and the hope of the Christmas story. Now, I'm going to acknowledge that our passage today, Luke chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, is when we see Jesus actually being born, even though we're still well over a week from when we will celebrate the birth of Christ. The reason we're doing this is because there's so much that comes before the birth of Christ that we've been talking about, all these prophecies being fulfilled and ordinary things for God's extraordinary purposes, as well as so many things that come after that continue to validate that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus has come to bring salvation, that Jesus has come to bring that good news and give us hope. So today we're looking at chapter 2, verse 6 and 7, and this is where we get that kind of quintessential story, the understanding that Jesus was placed in a manger. Now, although this story is full in so many different places, as we looked over the last few weeks, of exact verses in the Old Testament that can pinpoint to help us understand that Jesus is the Son of God, there's no prophecy that requires Jesus to be born in such a humble estate. There's no requirement that Jesus is supposed to be put into a manger, be put into a feeding trough. So why is this happening? Why is Luke even telling us this story? Why was there no room at the end? What does that reveal to us about who God is and what his character is? You know, what's interesting is there's a lot of time that leaders of other religions or people who were founders of different things, there's this kind of deification of their birth story. Um, maybe you'll see this when you look at Renaissance art, that sometimes there's this kind of halo around uh, Jesus or Mary. There's this, we have this tendency as humanity to try to deify people that we want to look up to. We want to make them better than they really are. But what's so fascinating about the story and somewhat kind of backwards, if you really want to make a, a good religion or narrative in some sense, is that Jesus was put into this humble place. Why is this important for us? Well, I think it shows kind of like Jesus was to be called Emmanuel, the God with us, that if Jesus had been born into privilege, had been born into kind of a high upper class standing in a place that he never suffered, he never struggled, in some sense, we could look at him and say, okay, you don't know what it's like to be me. You don't know what it's like to go through the things that I've gone through. But when Jesus is born into a manger, put into this feeding trough, it helps us understand that he came to serve. He came to love others. He didn't come to sit on an iron throne and tell us what to do. He came down to wash feet. He came down to die on the cross for us. So what's amazing about the good news and the hope of the Christmas story is you have a Savior who understands exactly what you're going through right now. Born into a humble place, suffering humble problems, the everyday things you're going through in life, he gets it. He understands. He's with you. He loves you. He came for those problems. So I hope you'll take some time to think about this incredible birth that we've read about today. And think about how you have a Savior who knows everything that you're going through, who's with you, but wants to give you hope. And in turn, as we think about if that's what our Savior can do for us, what way can we be humble and help and love and serve others around us that they might know the good news and the hope of the Christmas story.